Popcorn Boys. And we're coming in hot. We are coming at you live from season two of the Popcorn Boys. <laughs> Culver City, California is the location. Yep. Kyle and Daniel are the... Uh, Somebody say hosts. I was thinking of something that... I was trying to come up with something that rhymed with location. Rhymes with location. Well, this is our vocation. Oh. Maybe one day. Talking into the mic is our vocation. <laughs> you want to start over? <laughs> <laughs> no, just edit that together. Season two off to a rollicking start. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. Oh, and Daniel. Yeah. Do you remember where you were uh, 360 days ago? Well, it's funny. So this is almost the one-year anniversary of the podcast. We just discovered that well, about 10 minutes ago. <laughs> and I was thinking, the answer to your question is no. Because I don't remember where... I think we recorded them here. Mm. I'm almost positive. First episode, I think we were at your apartment. Interesting. Okay. So the answer to your question is no. <laughs> <laughs> I do not remember where I was for that historic day. What a day. The historic day, I mean... May 10th, 2021. Wow. What a year it's been. A date that will live in infamy. <laughs> okay, JFK. That wasn't him, but... <laughs> it was nice of uh, my neighbors to just start yeah, screaming sure. in the hallway the well, second they, we No, they're, the they heard that... This is what happens. People are like, uh-oh, they're recording. <laughs> They're camping out outside they, the door. They try and get a sneak peek, yeah. And I can't blame them. Our fans have been crazy. I mean, that's one thing I like to shout out our fans. This first year, what a dream it's been all over the world our fans I mean, come from. A lot of listeners in the UK, shout out to them. Yeah, I mean, our our metrics tell us that people listen to the UK. Now, is that a glitch? <laughs> I don't know. Hey, you're getting recognized at farmer's markets. <laughs> I'm only getting recognized at Farmer's Records because I am wearing a sweatshirt with my face on it. Which every time I do it, I remind, I'm reminded what an insane thing it is to do. Especially when I'm out by myself. I mean, it'd be, it'd be worse if I was with you. I'm sure, I mean, I'm, I'm sure that's happened many times when one of us has been wearing our Popcorn Boys merch and the other one is... What a moment. Why is no one ever taking our picture? Everyone's, all, everyone's just always like, oh, that's so sad. We're both wearing it. <laughs> I just realized we're both wearing the same sweatshirt. It's insane. Currently. It's insane. And it has our faces on it. I mean, it really has been a crazy... And in all honesty, it does feel like in the year since we've been recording, the movie industry has legitimately kind of shifted. Died. Oh. Yeah, well, yeah. It's <laughs> gone. We were just saying, we're like, there aren't movies coming out this month. There's one. I mean, Top Gun comes out at the end of the year. But in the next, month. like... I'm sorry, yeah, at the end of the month. In in this sort of, like, next... I, you could even go back to last... This past week, nothing came out. It was all holdovers. So, for a solid month, there's one movie coming out. And that is, of course, a Marvel movie. This is so offensive. Oh, God. What came out? Oh, okay. Let's just get let's get into the draft. The Downton that Abbey, A New Era. <laughs> comes out on May 20th. How many members of the Downton Abbey cast have died since production wrapped? From the cast? Yeah, that's what I said, right? Yeah. Um, 
It's got to be three or four. Probably, right? <laughs> yeah, of course. Is Mr. They shot that movie. Is Mr. Bates still alive? How are were you? Bates. Were you a Downton Abbey person? Yeah. Who's Mr. Bates? Well, I don't know. I was just about to say I wasn't. Oh, you I, weren't. No, I watched like maybe five or six episodes. It was a good show. Yeah, I just never really got into it. That's what it sounded like to me. <laughs> I'm sorry. What? What was that? That was my Maggie. Sm- What's her Maggie Smith uh, character's name? Lady Dowager. Is that the right? Dowager Countess. Dowager Countess. Yeah. Oh, glad she's still kicking around. Oh yeah, she's 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 making quippy do- quippy quips. Oh god, she's so oh, god, she's so quippy. I love when they would c- cut to her and she'd be like, "Not on my watch." <laughs> Have you seen the trailer for the new for for um yes, a new era? I believe Downton we Abbey. were texting about this. I did not realize that Downton Abbey: A New Era, the motion picture coming out next week, was about a movie. Yeah, they're making a movie at Downton. At Downton. And they're now, also they're going to the south of France. Can I ask an honest question? Sure. When Downton era Downton era. Downton Abbey is supposed to be during what era? I believe it's post World War One. Okay, so let me ask another question. There were movies? So this would be... When was the first movie? 1940? <laughs> oh, boy. Hang on. Let me look up when Downton Abbey takes place. That's I think all it's I kept the, thinking. When I was I watching think it's the in trailer. the 20s. Are you not aware that there were movies in the 20s? I, I, it was a joke, Dowager Countess. All right. Oh, there you go. So... Uh, it begins in pre-World War One England, the day oh. after the sinking of the Titanic. What? But each season. What a weird. Okay, but each season spends spends several years. Season four covers the early twenties, so I was I was correct. Okay, so movies are happening. Movies are happening. Interesting. They were like, "When should we start this show? How about the day after the Titanic <laughs> sinks?" <laughs> this is a sequel to Titanic, actually. It's crazy. Did anyone ever attempt to make a Titanic two? I guess you can't really. Is Titanic a property that you can't touch? What do you mean? Like, what if somebody was just like, I'm going to make a sequel to Titanic. They should make Titanic one and a half. You know when they make Lion King one and a half? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Does, does Paramount own the rights to the Titanic story? Or if nothing else, I'm, I'm shocked. Maybe somebody did, but this like nobody made a movie that was like, you know... Oh, no, the big ship sank again. I'm sure there's 10 million Lifetime movies that are about ship sinking. I'm looking at... And there's I'm, necklaces I'm putting involved. Titanic into IMDb to see what else we got here. There was a TV miniseries in 2012. Oh, here we go. Titanic 2. No way. Came out in 2010. Uh, straight to video. It's got a 1.6 out of 10 <laughs> oh, on IMDb. Oh, I'm watching this immediately. Directed by somebody named Shane Van Dyke. God, I hope it's Dick Van Dyke's son. Yeah, nobody notable in it. If you could find this movie, I'd be impressed, actually. Wait, so what happens in Titanic 2? All right, here is the plot. A century after the fateful voyage of the original modern luxury liner Titanic. A century? Titanic 2 sets sail. When did Titanic sink? We just said that. 1912. 
Will this ship suffer the same fate as her namesake? This is a genius idea for a movie. Also, I hope it I hope it doesn't. I hope it just like gets there. Well, here's the more detailed one. On the 100th anniversary of the original voyage, a modern luxury liner christened Titanic 2 follows the path of its namesake. But when a tsunami hurl- oh, no. hurls an iceberg no. into the it, new ship's oh. path, the passengers and crew must fight to avoid a similar fate. Oh. Is Tara Reid in this movie? It feels like Tara Reid would be in this. <laughs> uh, it looks like they just straight up stole footage from, like, they didn't shoot this. They just stole this. From... That's a photo of the Queen Mary, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> you ever been down to Long Beach? Yeah. Check I've out been the on Queen... the Queen Mary. I think I have too. I did an escape room on the Queen Mary. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> vomit that's the worst thing i've ever heard an escape room uh there's also a tv show called titanic 666 uh-oh uh oh maybe oh sorry it's on seems to be on tubi mm, you tubi guy a oh, big tubi guy oh annalyn mccord is in it <laughs> my girl have we done a live reading of <laughs> Putin, if I was your mother. <laughs> Dark I forces hope... from the deep rise to the surface, terrorizing all aboard Putin. from Titanic 3. Oh. Titanic 3. I love the idea. I love the idea that they would name a ship Titanic 2. And people are like, yeah, sounds good. Oh, I'll hop right on. I would. Oh. Hoping it sank. <laughs> Don't get me started on boats, okay? There, there's not a time for boats. There's not enough time. Well, you're famously a cruise ship person, which is shocking to me. I'm not a cruise ship person. I every time I bring up cruise ships, well, I went on a you cruise. You say, "Oh, I had the best time of my life on a cruise." I was in high school. It was awesome. Okay, so you're a cruise ship person. I mean, I wouldn't do it again. You would if someone would, offered. Actually, it was of great. course, you would. If someone offered you a cruise ship ticket right now, you would go. Is it? Is the if someone offered Titanic me a cruise. Two? If someone offered me a cruise ship ticket, I would shoot them in the head. <laughs> oh, you know what you should... Ooh, I shouldn't say this How is there not like a Tom Cruise I, branded please, cruise line? just going to say the same thing. How is there not a Tom Cruise cruise? Tom Cruise cruise. How is there not a Tom Cruise cruise? Hmm, I'm cutting this out because we're starting it. Big money maker. And then hopefully it all sinks. Because if Maybe anyone's going on the Tom... cruise cruise. If see... <laughs> there we go. Oh, yeah, baby. Oscar nominee. <laughs> You ever catch parallel mothers? Uh, not yet. Okay, I'll get around to it soon. Great. Um, is she the most? Is she the second most famous cruise? There's who? There's cruise. got it. There have to be other people that were. Who's a famous cruise? There's. Is it one of uh, Angelina and Brad's kids named Cruise? Like mm, first name? Yes. Cruise. Pitt. Jolie Pitt. Hope oh, no. Cruise Jolie. On this podcast, they're called Cruise Jolie. Okay. Thank you. Uh, what, Shiloh Jolie. Mm-hmm. There's also Nelson Cruz. <laughs> sure. Baseball player. There have to be famous cruises that we're not thinking of. I'm sure the listeners in the UK are screaming. In the UK? <laughs> I thought that was famous. I thought Cru- you were saying Cruz is like a big last, <laughs> well, last name yeah. in the UK. <laughs> yeah. Cruz. Uh, Surrey Cruz. Surrey Holmes. Connor Cruz. These are all just Tom Cruise's kids. Yep. 
Yes, they are. Well, I'm searching Cruz on IMDb to see who else is. Well, don't search that. Search C-R-U-Z. I did. There's no other famous Cruz. Raymond, Jackie, Wilson, Alexis, Valerie. Hmm. It's just Penelope. You'd think there'd be more. Just Penelope. Well, when you have Penelope, who else do you need? Tom. Oh, my God. If you were Penelope Cruz and you married Tom Cruise, would you change the spelling of your last name? Well, famously, if I married someone, I would never change my last name. I think that's sort of an old school kind of misogynistic thing to have the woman change your name. So, no, I wouldn't. I would keep my last name. I wouldn't even hyphenate. What if... If I'm going to hyphenate my last name, you better be hyphenating your last name, too. What if... What is that about? their last name better than yours? I would change it, yeah. <laughs> so would I. No, there's no way. What? What's the best last name? Jameson. Please. <laughs> Jameson. Probably Cruz. <laughs> Best last name. Kyle Cruz. <laughs> Cruz. Listen, Cruz, all jokes aside, but that's not his real name, right? What is it? It's like Mother. Maypother. May, May, yeah. Thomas Maypother. He's such a fraud. May, this little guy. Maypother? This little, this little, I'll say it, jerk. This what? little, this little, this little twerp. What do you have against Tom Cruise? Listen, it wouldn't be the second season premiere. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. This, the uh, Some people are just joining yeah, here maybe, with season yeah, two. People they, are they, like, they, yeah, maybe, yeah. Let, let me see one. what this is. I heard some lady screaming about it at the farmer's market. <laughs> let me see what this might be. No, listen. The Tom Cruise stuff we we gotta save for the end of the uh, end of the month because that's we're getting oh, right, into right, the right. Top Gun of it all. That's gonna be an exhausting episode. For You're everybody. gonna pop your Top Gun cherry. What is going to be sad is that apparently that movie is great, and I'm sure I'm going to love it. And the original Top Gun, of well, course, see it for the first time. Should we watch it together? Yeah. Uh, you know what would be fun? Actually, I bet theaters are showing it. Ooh, good idea. That'd be fun, like Draft House or something. Yeah, I'm in. Sold. I hope everyone's naked. I hope they're shirtless playing volleyball. Volley me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, as uh, you may have guessed, listeners. This podcast sucks. <laughs> what? what are you, I was say, not a lot of uh, current movies to discuss here, so. Coherency. Oh. Well, that either. Yeah. Planning. Uh, oh, I didn't send it to the numbers yet. <laughs> so, you know what? Let's introduce the season two listeners to the box office challenge. Yeah, I'm actually very excited about this because I... I have not been keeping as up to date with box office in the past couple of weeks as usual. How dare you? I'm sorry. Well, the other thing that we we haven't really acknowledged is the fact that we've been off for almost a month. And, you know, life is happens. Is that true? I know. Wow. Life happens. Both of our work schedules changed. I work at night. You work in the morning. It's just difficult. But here we are for the, for the fans. We do it for the fans. We do it for the fans, yeah. Shout out to the UK. <laughs> Now, will it be another month before we record an episode? It very well could be. It very well could be, yeah. Well, are you excited for Doctor Strange this weekend? No. Cool. <laughs> I don't I don't really participate in things uh, with multiverses in them. I mean, everything everywhere all at once, Here's I Here's a question. Is it Doctor Strange and the multiverse of madness or in the multiverse of madness? I think it's and... But I don't know. And. Doctor Strange and. 
Is that what it I is? Mean, I d- in. I, it's in. Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Sure. I mean, I, I, I have a headache just listening to that title. I, I would like to support it for my for my girl, Rachel McAdams, of course. Yeah. Rachel McAdams. What's going on there? Uh, she, Hopefully she's working on Eurovision 2. <laughs> but really, like, Rachel, a, a fast, we got to do a Rachel McAdams episode. A fascinating career. Fascinating. Yeah. Don't really know what's going on. I love her. I think she, 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 what? She has a kid, two kids. I think she's just. Does she? I think so. Hmm. I don't know that for sure. <laughs> let great, me, great, let great, me, great. Well, while you get into the box, let me look this up. Okay. <clears throat> so the box office challenge for those uninitiated begins at the beginning of the year. The calendar year when Daniel and I each You're draft. really doing this whole explanation? We have a draft, which you can check out a few episodes back, where we each draft 20 movies that are scheduled to be released that year, and we tally the domestic box office totals and compete to see who makes more money on the year. Of course, I won last year. Uh, and this year, so far... Linden. What? Linden. Johnson. Linden. Rachel McAdams. Linden. B. Johnson? No. Uh, gave birth to her first... Oh, wait. I'm... <laughs> I read this wrong. Her husband's... Wait. Boyfriend? They're not married. Oh, my God. What's going on? Devilish behavior. You're all over the place. Rachel McAdams uh, started dating American screenwriter Jamie Linden in April t- in, in April 2018. She gave birth to her first child with Linden, a son. In August 2020, it was reported that McAdams was expecting her second child with Linden. Now, I don't know much about babies. Seems like it should have come by now. <laughs> Wait, so we just don't know? No, she. Uh, uh, that's on Wikipedia. Uh, and it's funny, because I do update the Rachel McAdams Wikipedia. I, I need to go back and edit that. Uh, no, apparently she only has one kid. Only one? Yeah. I thought you said there was two. That is what it said. Well, it's weird. Wait, everybody is saying that she was pregnant with baby number two. Rachel McAdams is pregnant, expecting second baby. Uh, are we about to get into some dark territory here? Does she not have Instagram? Wait, what is going on? Is she not on social media? Good for her. It's so strange. So everybody back in August 2020 is reporting that she's pregnant. And then there's just no update. Let's see, August, Ooh. September, November... I'm going to choose to say she gave birth to a happy, healthy baby in private. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, I don't don't know. Right? It's fine. Everything's fine. I mean, Rachel McAdams, when you're... Has Amanda Seyfried surpassed Rachel McAdams as the most successful Mean Girls cast member? Ooh. Because she's winning an Emmy this year, probably. <clears throat> a good question. I think, un- uh, well, I was going to say undoubtedly. That's not true. But they feel like they're on the same level. Kind of, but Amanda Seyfried is like, it It kind of feels like Rachel 
Rachel certainly had the lead quite... for a while there. Oh yeah. The kind of notebook wedding crashers. Well, she. Stretch. I mean, that era was just crazy. I mean, she was the big. I mean, not the biggest star in the world, but she was a huge, huge, huge star. Of course. And, uh, I don't know. Just isn't really doing that much anymore. I mean, she's about to start in a movie that's about to make two hundred million dollars at the box office, I suppose. But no, oh, no, it's not. It's interesting. Anyway, would you like to update the box office? Yes. <clears throat> okay, so. Daniel is in first place currently with uh, $719 million thus far. That is with the release of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight movies so far. Okay. Uh, two of them have already completed their runs. Um, that's Scream and Jackass Forever. You've got, in order that you drafted them, you have Morbius, Fantastic Beats. <laughs> Fantastic Beats? That was me at the farmer's market. <laughs> Fantastic Beasts. Oh. The secret, uh, Secrets of Dumbledore. That, um, that guy's got so many secrets. Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Whee! Un- Uncharted, Scream, Jackass Forever, The Lost City, and The Northman. Mmm. Yes, sir. In second place is Kyle with four hundred eighty-three million. Oh, so you're up by what two forty-ish? Yeah. Oh, I don't. Don't look at me. Um, I have only had four movies released. However, uh, the Batman. Yeah. Getting a sequel. The Bad Guys. Bad guy. Ambulance. Rest in peace. And Death on the Nile. Mm-hmm. Interesting slate for you. And when I say interesting, I mean terrible. <laughs> yeah, so the current domestic box office for the year, the Batman is number one. Uh, you have two, three, four, five, six, and seven. Oh, wow. Isn't that nice? Plus nine. Uh, neither of us has eight, which was dog. Cra- I mean, crazy. And then the bad guys, Death on the Nile, are 10 and 11. Wow. I mean, congratulations on the bad guys pick. Pretty good. Didn't see that coming. Yeah, not bad. I mean, don't even think it was on my long, on my long right. list. It's gonna trek out some decent money here. Of course. People um, love bad guys. I mean, in the in its draft spot, that's matched up against Scream, which made eighty-one million. Bad guys is it what? Forty-seven. Yeah. Okay, pretty good battle there. Yeah, bad guys will I think surpass it, but. Will it? Oh, yeah. What did it open? I don't know. What else have people taken? That guy's opened at 23. Scream opened at 30. Yeah, but what else are people taking their ugly kids to go see? There's nothing happening. Legs. The bad guys probably will have some more legs. Yeah. That's going to... People have got to do something with their kids. Imagine. (laughs) They're certainly not going to... Imagine waking up... (laughs) Imagine waking up every day. (laughs) What do we do now? (laughs) How many parks are there? Mm. Good question. Just in general, or you know, the saddest sight in the world—putting a kid into a high chair. <laughs> There's something so sad. I don't mean from a like, don't put a kid in a high chair stand. I just mean like, there's something so depressing about it. What are we doing? <laughs> put. Uh, 
Here's your goldfish before I get the noodles. <laughs> anyway, bless the parents out there. Indeed. Happy Mother's Day. Oh, yeah. Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers. Should we do a Mother's Day episode? The movie? Is there a Mother's Day movie? Yes, of course. Julia Roberts. Hello. What? She's in a movie called Mother's Day? Oh, my God. How little. How little he knows. I think so. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, the box office challenge... It's back, baby. Yeah. So you have Doctor Strange coming out this weekend. That Doc- was the fifth overall pick. You're the third on Team Daniel. Doctor Strange. Uh, so you're gonna take quite a big lead here. Oh, here we here we go when. again. Uh, the next big one. Well, you you also have Top Gun Maverick at the end of the month. That sucks. I mean, I'm so happy I do because it'll be so funny when that makes so much money and it'll make you mad. And then I will start closing the gap a little bit in June with Lightyear. Oh, boy. But then you have Minions coming out just a few weeks after hey. that. Banana. Oh, oh, Banana. Sorry. Before Light- oh, sorry. Jurassic World comes out before Lightyear. So you're going to have a monster lead <laughs> until late in the year again. And uh, November and December, I have Black Panther and Avatar that are just going to come charging in and this really win the day up. for me quite, really sh- yet again. I know. It's really shaping up to be uh, just a replay just of last year. Just an exact year. replay. <laughs> uh, oh, that's cool. No, that's all right. Love that for me. No, I heard – well, it's funny. I hope everybody needs to hear this I because the Avatar 2 trailer is playing before uh, Doctor Strange. Did you hear? Avatar it does blackface. <laughs> So, if you've already bought tickets, cancel those. To, to Doctor Strange, you mean? No. <laughs> no, you have to see the trailer. You have to see what this guy is doing. Also, uh, although, <laughs> saying that someone's name is Avatar. <laughs> is it? Couldn't tell you. Is he one of the Navi? Avatar Navi? What is Avatar? It's an Avatar. The world? No, it's an Avatar. Oh, you're going to have to help me there. It's like a... So the Na'vi are avatars. No. Oh, no. Are you? Do you really not get this? No, I don't. You don't seen know... Seeing the film one time, it I had to wear, stu- uh, wear stupid glasses. I know what an <laughs> avatar is in real life. Yes, well, that's what this is. The, like, character that he moves around, because he's not actually in there, you know? He's... Oh, I don't know. He's in, like, a tube or whatever. Don't remember the film. Don't remember the film. Remember, he has to go. He has to go sit in a in a thing, and then his brain connects to his avatar, and then he learned how to use it, and then he. Sam Worthington. Yeah. Yeah. No. Not bringing anything up for me. No. Sorry. Where are they? Where did they go? They that planet was. Um... Bukaku. Mm. Oh my god! I can't believe I'm how have to watch Avatar again later this year. <laughs> what a nightmare. <laughs> What an absolute nightmare. Oh, I can't wait for Avatar The Way of Water. <laughs> uh, it's actually, anyway. It's, it's probably going to be awesome. Anyway, Avatar does blackface. Pandora, that's where they go. Oh, God. Avatar does blackface. Return those tickets and buy a ticket to, let's see. Uh Oh, bros. Yeah, I'm sorry. There won't be any blackface and bros, okay? So why don't you support a nice LGBTQ cast 
instead of the blackface in Avatar. Thank you. Why are you insisting there's blackface in Avatar? Because I don't want people to go see it. There's blue face. Honestly, blackface, people be like, oh, I got a pop ticket for that shit. <laughs> Look, you ever think about the state of the country? Hmm. Tough. <laughs> <laughs> Things are going well. Dear God. I wish I drafted one of those, like, Jesus movies that comes out, you know? like Oh, every, I almost did. Every few months, there's a movie called, like, He Saved Me. And it's and then you're like, what the fuck is this? And you realize it's starring, like, Kevin Costner and, like, Diane Lane. And you're like, huh? And then it makes... 40- From the studio that brought you, Jesus fucked me. Jesus fucked my brain. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Well, where do you want to start? You know what we never did? We never went and saw Father Stu. <laughs> uh, well, how much is Father Stu made? $18 million. That is tough. Is Father Stu going to make more than Ambulance? I don't know. It's behind it currently, but not by much. No, it's definitely going to beat it. Well, I, don't I, don't think it's, I don't think Father Stu is really having big... Well, how far behind is it? $3 million. Well, Father Stu. Uh, any holidays coming up? When's Christmas? Nah, probably won't still be in theaters. Did they release Father's Do on Easter? Is that what happened? I think so, right? Easter. You ever think about Easter? Uh, What's with the eggs? So when Jesus came back from the Is dead. Is this a real story? Easter? No, Your it's story. all made up. Well, right. Okay. Well, I thought you were gonna. I thought, but I thought you were gonna say the like the reason for Easter. Oh no, I don't. know. When that. did the bunny come? You think about the shit that people do. It is really staggering. There's just a bunny. There's an Easter bunny. Why? Why? I mean, oh, let me go hide some eggs. Why? What are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing? Why not? I don't know. What? Nothing makes sense. Well, good point. Name something. Doesn't make sense. Mm, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you got me there. Halloween. You got... Please. You got me there. Cinco de Mayo. Okay. The, <laughs> the Cinco de Mayo of it all is really... Some, do you know who had Cinco de Mayo direction, directions? Decorations up today? You know what I like to call it? Cinco de Drinko. Oh, yo, baby. Maybe I think we should go get some margaritas, some tacos. <laughs> Sorry, who had uh, decorations on? The Irish bar. <laughs> of course they did. The old fella? The old fella. They should Where? sponsor the We should do a live pod. You ever hear that live music they have out there? It'd be better than that. <laughs> Every time I walk by there, there's some twink singing Ed Sheeran. I'm like, what? Huh? <laughs> Let me drink my beer. Shut up. Live music at bars. Yay or nay? Nay. It's the worst thing I've ever... It's the worst thing. It's worse than Easter. Unless you're at like a specific place that's like for that. Sure. If I'm in Nashville. Going back to Nashville. Or Austin. You know that? Yeah. You're going back? I am. You want to come? No. Okay. Why are you going? SummerSlam, baby. Yeah. No. No, thanks. Do you know where SummerSlam is? It's Nashville? Titan Stadium. What? I know. Weird. Yeah. I'm going to all these things. It's going to be hot. I know. It's going to be too hot out. I'm going to be a Nashville hot chicken. <laughs> <laughs> bark, bark. 
No more AJ Brown. Yeah. Wait, do you see this Mike Vrabel stuff? Wait, this. Sorry, later. No, what? He's. I, I don't know the details of that. <laughs> Let me bring this up. Oh, good. This should go well. I don't. Excitedly asking me if I know the details, and then. <laughs> well, that about sums it up, doesn't it? All right, while you're looking up that, it's time for a new segment we like to call. Oh, my God. T to the fourth. Oh, here T we go. T to the fourth, uh, okay. a.k.a. time. Wait. All right. Look, we're going to do Mike Rabel first, I think. It's a little confusing. So Mike Rabel is appearing at something called Get Motivated Business Seminar put on by, I don't know, whatever this is, Cornerstone Church. Uh, and the lead speaker at Get Motivated Business Seminar, the one and only uh, President Donald J. Trump. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, that's great. Yeah. As they get $500 million for a dome, Titans coach Mike Vrabel will appear with the one-term insurrection insider. Okay, just say Trump. <laughs> like, what are we doing? That's... Who wrote this? Whose <laughs> pastor nearly decapitated a Sunday school teacher at 18. What? What? Cornerstone Church was sued for millions over alleged child sex abuse. Well, I could have told you that. Wait, you're kidding. Interesting. Mike Frabel, I, you know, of course the people, oh, it's happening on my birthday. Oh, happy birthday. Should I go? Sure. Oh, the people in the comments. Andy Chains Vrabel didn't know Trump was involved with this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he was shocked. I feel so bad for Tennessee. People are saying, why is Vrabel appearing there? I'm so confused. I, I have some bad news for most of the head coaches that you follow, my friend. <laughs> uh, that's great. Anyway. I'm excited about that. I'm going to track him down when I'm down there in Nashville. You know what I call it? Nash Vegas. I'm going to ride around in one of those things where you, you know, it's like a bike, but it's like a bar in the middle of the road. The, yeah. You ever see those? That looks like fun. Oh, like you, you put like 15 people on it. Oh, and they yeah. All just like pedal. I, see pe- I see people going by and those. I'm like, man, those people are living life. <laughs> those people, those people got it all figured out. They're like, you know, it's not enough hanging out at the bar. Maybe if we pedal around. It's funny, Nashville, and I have been there twice in my life, so I can't talk about it. Very fun city. Do enjoy it. It's also hell on earth. You know, it, the, the dichotomy of it is very interesting. I like being... There's something about... I like being there, but I, I hate it. What do you hate? Just the, 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 the mobile bar of it all. I think Nashville just surpassed Vegas as the number one bachelorette... The mobile bar capital of the world? As the number one bachelorette party destination Ooh. in the country. I think it passed Vegas. Oh, when I was there in, I don't know, February, I was in Nashville. I think, yeah, I took a trip in the middle of COVID. You know, what can I say? We're not perfect. Went to a large sporting event. Yeah, of course. Uh, Everywhere you look, there's a bachelorette party. It's It's like Starbucks. Ah. Somebody who needs you. 
All right, I fear we've gotten off track, so it's time what to rein things back in with a new segment we like. Oh to call yeah, no, that's that's just sort of a new segment. T to the fourth. T to the fourth. T to the fourth. Okay, thinking, thinking, thinking. The official title: Time to talk trailers. <laughs> I thought this was some sort of "May the Fourth be with you." No, 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 no. Nothing you're, to do you with that. hear when people say that? So let me explain. <laughs> What's worse, May the Fourth, Star Wars Day? May the Fourth be with you, or doing the uh, "It's gonna be May." Oh. May the start of is May. May the worst time. The beginning of May, the worst time. Well, then we have Cinco de Mayo. Oh my God! The first five days of May are the worst five days of the year. <laughs> Unbelievable! It even starts before May because the you know they're. It's gonna be May. Someone was trying to repurpose that as like an anti-Justin Timberlake thing. I support that, of course. There was like a Britney Spears lyric with the, with May in it, and they were like, "We should do this Ooh, one." Let instead. me think about it. Hmm, May. Hang on, I can find it real quick. May, May. I'm not. No, that's not it. <laughs> May, Justin. Brittany. May. I want to get this before you get it. May. Oh, here it is. From what song? Don't play it. Please don't play it. I'm not it. playing it. What song? I don't know what song. Oh, my God. How do you not know? You're putting it's your phone from, away? Oops, I did it again. Okay. Hold on. I think. Three, two, one. That is just so typically May. Oh, okay, sure. See, I was thinking of May. What? I was thinking of May, not me. Like, I was thinking. Oh, yeah. I see. Yeah, that isn't the actual word. Yeah. Hmm. That's why I didn't get I it. Didn't even, I didn't even. That's why I didn't get it. <laughs> if you had said me, it would have been like, well, yeah, of course. Some Britney fan you are. Mm. Where did that rank? Did Oops? I don't even know if Oops ranked on my list of top Britney songs. Uh, did you make it? You yeah. made a list. I did. Yeah, you must have missed that. Yeah, I did. Do a Crossroads episode. Saw that in theaters, of course. Crossroads, huh? Yeah. Don't think ever is that All like right. a high school in Los Angeles? <laughs> no, isn't that a church? That's high school. Crossroads High School? Yep. Who goes there? Like LeBron's kids. I thought that was something else. I have Canyon in the title? Uh, Sierra Canyon. They, they used to go. Now they go to Crossroads. Shaq's kids went to Crossroads. A lot of celebrities went to Crossroads. Okay. A lot of celebrities are out of Crossroads. Cancel culture. What? I said a lot of celebrities are out of Crossroads. Cancel culture. <laughs> Oh, who got canceled the other day? Did you see this? <laughs> okay. Oh, uh, okay, Jay. Carrie Fukunaga. You see no, this? for being too hot. <laughs> well, no. What now? Uh, what some, now? Some actress accused him of like being a groomer. Okay. Well, that sucks. Yeah. Men. Tough time for men. Oh, tra- trailer! Time to talk trailers. 
Oh, yeah. Your new segment. Your new baby. All right. So before the uh, – so the big news we'll, – we'll, um, I'm not a girl. <laughs> the big news on the trailer talk uh, time <laughs> – Oh. I don't know if you've seen this yet, but the trailer for Interceptor came out. <laughs> so wait, so this whole segment that you're planning are the trailers you showed me five minutes before we started this podcast. And you're saying to me, I don't know if you saw this. <laughs> like, there's really no third wall that needs to be erected here. <laughs> hey, I don't know if you saw this. Did you see the trailer for the Pentaverit? Hey, uh, did you see this the other day? Hey, you see this? Hey! I got a lot of cars! Hey! The Pentaverit. Unbelievable. Hey, you say this? Can't believe you that. say this? I was all ready to talk about the Pentaverit until I saw it was a series, not a movie. Real quick, Pentaverit. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Meyer. <sighs> when is Austin Powers 4 coming out? He gave some answer to that recently. Like, that's the only thing he... Like, God bless him. Mike Myers, I don't think... He has such a specific sense of humor and, like, comedic style. And, like, when it hits, it's, like, great. But it so often is the Pentaverit. And I think he's, like, just kind of wildly out of touch with, like, pop culture. Like, the references in the trailer, like, the Illuminati and, like, Lemonade? Like, what are we... What? What? Anyway, I wish him the best. This is time to talk trailer, and we don't talk TV trailers. This is time. Wait, how are there four? Time to talk. Oh, okay. Yeah, we, no TV trailers. So of we, course, I'm we so will sorry. not be discussing House of the Dragon. Didn't watch that. Or couldn't care less about that. Obi Wan Kenobi. So sorry. Another thing. Couldn't care less. Sorry. Couldn't care less. There was one well, it's gonna be Darth Vader, like you've never seen him before, but. How many times have I written that in the past three months? This is actually going to be Darth Vader like you've never seen it before. <laughs> All right. So the Interceptor. Why the... are we <laughs> Why well, are not, we talking about I have three trailers on my list that we okay. need to discuss for time to talk trailers. Great. I'm so sorry. Yeah. In ascending order, we start with Interceptor. What does ascending order mean? Going up. Yeah, but from what to what? From um, worst to best? Yes. Okay. So, Interceptor. Uh, have you seen this trailer? <laughs> yeah. You made me watch it on your phone about an hour ago. <laughs> this is... I clicked on it because I thought it was Emily Blunt <laughs> in the screen grab in the trailer. Oh, that uh, get me to click. Unfortunately, it was not. No offense to Elsa Pataki. Yeah. Um, but here's... One army captain must use her years of tactical training and military expertise when a simultaneous coordinated attack threatens the remote missile interceptor stations she oh, is in command of. No. I hate when that happens. Anything jump out at you about this trailer? No. You got to see this movie? <laughs> no. This is it's on Netflix. It'll be like well, the Interceptor was watched 200 billion hours by, you know, bah, 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 bah. No, it looked truly awful. Yeah, no, it didn't even, it barely even looked There's like, like two real... people on a ship or something, and they're just, I mean, if they, if they don't have sex, what are we doing? 
Oh, what, what the one guy that in the trailer has a line where he's like, "There's 20 people on this ship. Some of them I've killed. The other I incapacitated." <laughs> All right, that was a good line. Okay. Um, who is he? Do we know who he is? No. Some schmuck. Yes. It's a little weird because, like, I guess Netflix, all of their money is going into shit like this. Because it, for as bad as it looked, it didn't look particularly cheap. <laughs> right. And it's, it, you know, uh, it's some no-name, well, not, I don't want to say no-name about Queen Elsa, but, you know. Queen Elsa? Elsa Pataki. Oh, I thought you meant, like, Elsa from Frozen. No, a movie I've never seen, of course. She did not voice her. A movie I've never seen. All right, next up in uh, trailer talk time. How long is this segment going to last? And I mean today and in history of the podcast. What? Will there be a trailer talk time next week? Yes. Okay. What if no trailers come out? Oh, not necessarily. Oh, Avatar. This. That's why you started this. No, no, this segment will pop up now and then. It may not be a weekly segment. It's sort of like Colonel's, my segment I did once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. One second here. I'm, uh... Oh. Well, I'm queuing up the next thing. Are you gonna play it? Yes. How are we not talking about Hold My Hand, by the way? What? Hold My Hand? The Hootie and the Blowfish song? (laughs) Is that what that's called? I guess that is called Hold My Hand. Yeah. I mean, is... What are you talking about? What's Hold My Hand? The Lady Gaga song from Top oh, Gun, Colin oh, Maverick. Well, we're saving that for the Top Gun thing. Do you know, I mean, something we are going to actually need to address is Lady Gaga's fandom and friendship with Tom Cruise, which, like, I don't want to talk about right now. I can't get into it. We're talking about trailers. Yeah, okay. Also, we're saving all this for the Top Gun app. But real quick, did you know Lady Gaga did the score like for the got, movie? She composed it? Yeah, she's one of like three people on it. No, I didn't realize yeah. that. Yeah, so she could be double nom. Imagine Lady Gaga winning a s- Oscar for score. Ooh, <laughs> that'd be fun. Ooh, I got goosebumps. All right, second up in in uh, trailer talk time. Have you seen this one yet? I refer you to. Wearing tattoos? Wearing tattoos? (laughs) I refer you to the E! News post that I believe is headlined, Daniel Radcliffe is a whiskey-drinking, knife-wielding Weird Al in new trailer. Not my headline decision. (laughs) People don't realize it, actually. When When you write posts, the headlines... I suggest things, but it's not always my call. Mm. And sometimes I would pick something else. Mm-hmm. Gotcha, gotcha. Had a whole debate about this with Kim K the other day. Anyway, of course we're talking about weird. Mine won out. What? Mine won out. Oh. My headline choice. What was, what was it? Well, it was so obvious. and Because you can run like headline tests and whatever. And so it was this Kim K clip from the Kardashians on Hulu. And it was her talking about believing in love again. And she says something like, uh, Billy? What? Billy? Believing in oh, love. Believing. I thought you said Billy being in love again. <laughs> Billy Bean. Um, no, Billy believing in love again, everyone. <laughs> I'd write that story. There's a new Scott Hatterberg on the scene. 
Um, she says she believes she believes she still believes in love, and she she says I want to get married one more time. Fourth times the charm, basically. And the headline that was suggested was something along the lines of like, uh, see what Kim K has to say about getting married again or whatever. Right. And I think my suggestion was Kim Kardashian uh, uh, says that fourth fourth time's the charm when it comes to marriage or whatever. This is the worst story I've ever told. (laughs) But that was that one out. And people went nuts. It's like you just got to get people mad. Of course. People see that and it's like (laughs) (laughs) What are your feelings about the dress? What? The dress. Sixteen pounds in three weeks. Good for her. <laughs> you know these celebrities. The Met Gala. Wow. <laughs> wow. I mean, wow. Look. Wow. Is he Draymond's tweets about Kim? No. He he was def- he was was he busy busy tweeting after he got thrown out of another game. Yeah, he's flipping everybody <laughs> off. Draymond, my king, of course. <laughs> uh, I don't know where this all came from, but he was tweeting, I think it was yesterday, about, like, why are people mad at Kim for saying she went on this diet? And he was like, if, you th- if you're telling me it's bad for your kids, like, that means you're a bad parent. Like, just tell them not to do that, basically. It was this whole series of <laughs> tweets where he was – Defending Kim's, like, diet, quote-unquote, and saying... But basically just saying, like... If you don't want your kids to do that, tell them not to do it. it, Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, fair. Yeah, sure. Yeah, anytime it's like, this is a bad example for the kids, it's like... So? So? Who cares? Yeah. Explain that. what? To the... Like, whenever, like, someone who's, like, a quote-unquote role model... Well, sure. You're you're insinuating that everybody has great role models as parents, et cetera, et cetera. Well, okay, so... I mean... So, in this scenario we're talking about, children are looking up to Kim Kardashian. Correct. And of all the things that's happened in her life, somehow, like, losing a, a little, like too much weight in a short period of time in order to squeeze into an old Marilyn Monroe dress like that's where everyone's drawing the line I don't think I don't think anyone's drawing a line I think people are just calling it out I mean I do think it is an irresponsible thing to sort of assert and joke about when most of your fans are like young impressionable girls I understand people being mad about I don't have I mean I couldn't give two shits (laughs) but I understand down this rabbit hole I don't know but I understand people being not mad, but people being like, "What? What an idiot!" Sure, of course, yeah, that's why. Yeah, yeah. But she's doing this on purpose. Of course, this is the thing. Of course, you of ju- course. you just said it yourself. You got to get people mad. Of course, whether it's your headline or whether it's of course it's, her doing it's things whole, to. Yeah. Well, it's all. It's just. It's everything. It's like, like. But first, the, you got to get mad. Never seen it. The yes, you have. What is? I don't know if that's, that's from. from network. That's what he says. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. God, I want to watch that again. I feel like I. It's funny. I feel like network comes up on here randomly all the time, and I feel like I say that every time. I'm like, ah, I, want, I need to watch network again. <laughs> well, um, you should. I know. I haven't seen that in a, in long time. 
Um, but it's like it's it, it's the like Matt Gates stuff, right? Of like his stupid tweet yesterday about uh, you know uneducated or I'm sorry, overeducated women sitting. At, I'm sure you saw. This. I didn't even really. No. Too busy these days. Too busy for Matt Gates Twitter. They didn't talk with us on TMZ Hip Hop. I saw Madison uh, Cawthorns. Did you watch the video? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> listen, I am not about. Listen, I will admit to you right now. No, don't even, I am no, I no, why, no. I don't you, want you to admit. This. You don't know where I'm going. I I, I don't care. It's I don't not, want well, you to admit whatever where, you're about to admit. Where you think I'm going is also true. <laughs> <laughs> but. When someone is t- when someone tweets something along the lines of like this Matt from Cawthorn video, like you know, I'm not going to tweet it out, but blah 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 blah. You know, I'm searching on Twitter, Matt from Cawthorn video immediately. Of course, and it's it doesn't point. really matter when it's somebody like him, but uh, it, I mean, it's here's the question. What, it does, it, but whatever. I shouldn't say that, but if it, you ever, is there anything that you could come across where someone said? If somebody tweeted, whatever you do, don't watch the <laughs> blank video. Is there well is there anything that would that could fill in that word that you wouldn't immediately just go look it up and watch it? Because for me, I have no lie. Well, you know, I you know, I do sort of have a history of looking up the most deranged <laughs> videos that you could ever look up. Of course. At. But it, it That's what life's all about. If it were so I mean, if it were something like I don't know. Anything to do with, like, animals, I wouldn't search. You're like, don't look up this video of a dog getting run over by a car. I probably wouldn't watch that. I probably would. I probably wouldn't watch that. Or, like, somebody, like, getting shot in the head or something. I'm probably not clicking on that. I'm clicking on it every time. Yeah. There's just nothing I'm not clicking on. Good for you. Good for (laughs) you. Wow. Very brave. (laughs) Thank you. Very brave to admit that. Thank you. Yeah. So this has been uh, T to the fourth. I thought there was another one. Yeah, there is. And we haven't even talked about the second one yet. second one is weird. We, the weird oh, Al Yankovic movie. Yeah, how did we go? F- so oh, if you God. missed me at the beginning there, I was playing uh, yes, his 1985 track, Girls Just Want to Have Lunch. <laughs> um, so, of course, Daniel Radcliffe. Radcliffe. Of course, Daniel Radcliffe. Yeah. By the way, isn't Weird Al like 6'10"? Yeah, he's very tall. Daniel Radcliffe is like 4'10"? I think the hey, movie... Siri? How tall is... Wait, hey, Siri? You and my dad, the only people who use Siri like How this. tall is Weird Al Yankovic? Weird Yankovic, Al I believe. Weird Al is 6 feet tall. Sit. Wait, what? He's 6 feet. Oh, I thought he was like 6'10". How tall is... Da- hey, Siri. How tall is Daniel Radcliffe? Daniel Radcliffe is five feet, five inches tall. Five? Five? <laughs> short king. Wow, look at that. He's, did you know Daniel Radcliffe... short. Did you know Daniel Radcliffe is a Red Wings fan? Can't believe weird. Al, he's too short. Did you know Daniel Radcliffe is a Red Wings fan? I did not. He's, Why is that? He's been forever dating this girl who's like from... Michigan, and she's like a big Red Wings fan, and he like got, or she got him into it. Okay, it's fun, right? Yeah. Anyway, Daniel Radcliffe, only thirty-two years old. I love Daniel Radcliffe, and this is from someone who has seen one Harry Potter movie. He's only thirty-two. That's wild. Younger than me. How old am I? What year is it? 
I don't know. I'm thirty. I'm about to be thirty-four years old. Wow. Ay ay ay. Look at you. What are you doing for my birthday? I think we should do an episode where I get to do whatever I want. Uh, for your so birthday, we every will episode. see. We'll be going to see the original Top Gun. Ooh, actually, great idea. Love it. I'm in. <clears throat> anyway, so uh, what is what is uh what is that Roku network? It's gonna be a Roku channel. It's going to be on Roku channel. Can you watch the Roku channel if you don't have Roku? I believe so. I think this is going to be a... Because you can watch... Well, wait. I was going to say, you can watch Apple TV even if you don't have an Apple device. But I don't know if that's true. Can you download the Apple TV app on... You might... I guess you can't. I don't know. Because how would you? I don't know. Anyway, no, probably not. I bet you can. <laughs> uh, so that's trailer number two. So we, nice discussion there about uh, Interceptor and weird. Yeah. And finally. I don't even know what this is. I forget. Don't worry, darling. Ah, of course. This was pretty high on our list of anticipated movies of the year. How, if could, I, how could it not be? If I'm not mistaken. Um, But, you know. Olivia Wilde's second movie as Where director. were you when she got served? Oh, that's great. Great stuff. That whole thing is interesting, isn't it? Great, great stuff. What do you think? Do you think he knew? Um, I don't know. Because hasn't some... I mean, I saw some, whatever, like legal expert being like, there's no way he didn't know. I'm inclined to believe that there's no way he did Cause like, I don't. Do they tell you where? Anyway. See, I mean, you can you can hire a process server to just um, like their job is to just find them and just right. go do it. Right. But like, you could probably give them stipulations here. Like, yeah, you know, it's just when interesting. She's a celebrity, so she's hard. To, she's hard to find, and so, however it came about, she was served while giving a speech at like a. Comic Con type event, Cinema right? Con, yeah, Cinema Con, before the movie where she oh. met her current boyfriend. Fantastic stuff. Yeah, the it feels very vindictive. Oh, I thought you can say Vin Diesel. That's a whole nother thing. Oh my god. What? Mamma mia. Ju- the Justin. Oh Lynn. yeah, yeah. It, we, there's a lot of news we haven't got. Up well, we haven't recorded in a month. I know. That's what I'm saying. Maybe we should only record once a month. We'd be then. There's all this stuff to talk about. We're gonna do five hour episodes. Yeah, sounds great to me. We'll break it up into into chapters. Mm, love that. Ooh, Popcorn Boys book, chapter two. Should we think about that? Time to talk trailers. Where's your PTA book, by the way? I don't know. It's around somewhere. He threw it out. It's over there. Whatever. Um, yeah. What's interesting about that is like. Ted Lasso, that guy's so nice. I know it's like it's so. I love he plays like a super nice guy. Ted Lasso, that guy is like I love seeing like someone on TV just. So it's so nice. like refreshing to have someone to, that you can just like root for. You know, you know we've we've I've had enough of these like anti heroes. Yeah, enough of this anti hero shit. <laughs> I just want a nice guy who like believes in his friends and. His job and being nice. Yeah, to he's people. just positive all the time. Positive all the time. He's a nice and guy. Those cookies. Oh, biscuits. 
biscuits. Ted Lasso. A show that I don't know will stand the test of time. Mm-hmm. Still haven't finished season two myself. Me neither. (laughs) (laughs) Don't worry, darling, though. Uh, The trailer itself. Yeah. Look, I'm into it. Yeah. I think it looks really good. A little bit while going two for two. Florence. You got Harry. Mm hmm. You got some others. Kate Berlant, isn't it? Who? Kate Berlant. Who that? Comedian. She's great. Okay. Olivia Wilde is in it. Yeah, uh, I think it looks. I think it looks really good. I'm very intrigued. Yeah. I was worried that the trailer was going to give too much away. Appa- and- I was reading that uh, some reactions after of people who, because forgive me, this is based on a book, sure or something. No idea. Let me look that up. Um, or maybe it's just from people who had read the script. Mm. Um. Hey Siri, is "Don't Worry, Darling" based on a book? Okay, I found this on the web for "Is Don't Worry, Darling" based on a book. Check it out. Not looking like it. Uh, yeah, no. Screenplay by Katie Silberman. So it's interesting. It must be. It must have just who? Wait, hold on. She wrote the screenplay to Booksmart. Yeah. Um, huh. Well, I'm sorry, Katie. Uh, it must have been people Like who, her grandfather, United States Circuit Judge of the U.S. Court of Appeals for the D.C. Circuit, Lawrence Silberman. Oh, no. She holds a Bachelor of Arts degree from Dartmouth College. Yeah, congrats. Let's, see, let's look up Lawrence Silberman. Um, he was appointed in October 1985 by Ronald Reagan. Uh-oh! <laughs> <laughs> on in june 2008 george w bush awarded silverman the presidential medal of freedom mm, oh for two hmm. and he is speaking in nashville <laughs> <laughs> i hope he's dead he is not dead he is 86 wow yeah congrats don't really don't worry darling i think it looks very good i think it looks very stylish and cool and I'm I'm on board. You, I'm in. Are you uh are you more Some excited? Some could say I'm not worried, darling. Some could say I'm not worried, darling. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And that's that. Yeah. Am I what? I don't remember. Um okay. if nothing else, I mean, we get Harry and Florence just oh going at it in the trailer. My God. I mean, this is this is some Jake Gyllenhaal, uh Isa Gonzalez. I mean, no, nothing over top that, but well, th- th- these are sort of the uh, if they actually did anything, it would have topped it. Version, huh? <laughs> I was gonna say if they did anything, sure. it would have topped. It. I mean, well, of course, looks great. You see that Harry's doing? He announced new tour dates today. Yeah. You see how many dates he's doing at the Kia Forum? No. Ten. Really? Yeah. Is that crazy? Wow. Ten. That's a lot of dates. That's at the a Kia lot Forum. of people. How many am I gonna go to? Holds like 10,000. Yeah. So 10 times 10. Wait. Mm. Hey, Siri. <laughs> I'm listening. Shut up. <laughs> hey, Siri. Are you excited for Don't Worry, Darling? Hmm. 
I don't have an answer for that. Shut the fuck up! No, go to bed. <laughs> I can't sleep, but I enjoy good bedtime stories. Oh, you horny bitch! <laughs> Siri. Jesus. Really going for it. Oh, man. Um, do you for very her. What do you... Are you a team Alexa or team Siri? Hey, Neither. Siri. How do you feel about Alexa? Now it's not... I'm a big fan of good listeners and helpful beings. Well, oh, well that's nice. They're friends. We love women supporting women. <laughs> um, what the hell were we supposed to talk about in this episode? <laughs> well, we're getting right to it. I got we're it down getting right to it? Yeah. The pre- this is... All right. That's the end of chapter one. Chapter two. Oh, God. The movies we were actually supposed to talk about. Yeah. The movies we've... Well, I'm trying to think. Are these the only two that I've seen in theater since our last record? Um, Good question. So, believe... obviously, the movies we're talking about this week are The Northman. Yes, sir. And The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. That is true. Now. I haven't added The Unbearable Weight to my watch list yet. I'm doing that now. Mm, I didn't add The Northman. I famously don't have um, Letterboxd. I famously have not updated my Letterboxd I have. It, like I have what's years. called Notes app. I need to update mine. Um... I, I watched Death on the Nile, just not in theaters. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, wait, I had already written it. Oh, my bad. I fucked this up. This guy's a mess. I messed that one up. All right, let's start with the Northman. Okay. What do you think is the biggest story that would get us to stop recording the podcast mid-pod? What? Like, if I were, like, of course, as you're talking, I'm just scrolling Twitter here. Uh, I'm like, what if I came across, like, you know, um, let's just say, like, Barack Obama dead? Would we stop recording? or no would we, Or would we be like, okay, so the Northman? <laughs> no, we would just, we would talk about the story. Yeah. That's what this, that's what this podcast is for. Would he like the Northman? Live Would that reactions. make his fake list at the end of the year? <laughs> Still doing those lists, huh? Yeah. yeah okay. He's yeah. like Barack Obama's fifty favorite movies. He's like here were my my favorite albums of twenty twenty two. Hey Brock, I think we're okay. I'm not sure we need it. I'm just not sure. And the people reacting. Oh my god! I made his list. He's. I'm sorry, honey. He's never heard it yet. <laughs> he's never heard your song. Who do you think makes that list? Sasha. He's never heard your song. He's never seen your movie. He's never read your book. Well, what else is he doing? Narrating documentaries. Mm. Sound like he, right? He's on Netflix. Is that the National Parks one? Did he narrate that? Did he? Oh, he did something. There's National Parks doc series. He's like producing. I'm a National Parks guy. I'm a National Parks guy. Yeah. Oh yeah. What? Well, how many have you been to? Handful. More than you probably. Sitting on your ass drinking smoothies. Unnecessary. Well, I'm just saying. I've been to Yellowstone, Me Yosemite. Too. Never been. Joshua Tree. Yeah. Some others. Zion. Never been to Zion. I've been to some others on my on my on my travels. Couldn't tell the names. I'd have to look. You're a big national. They podcast. all look the same. The, here's a secret. Oh, there's a rock. Okay. <laughs> big national park guy. Yeah. What's the one in uh, Utah? 
Not Zion. There's another one. Arches? Arches. I went there. Spent the night at a Motel 6 or Super 8 or something. I think outside of Arches, I think I stayed at a Motel 6 that cost $300. <laughs> <laughs> huh. That's great. All these people. People... You know what is so fascinating? The things that people wear to national parks. It's the same thing of like people going to golf tournaments dressed like they're going golfing. What are you doing? What? Why are you wear? Why are you wearing a Titleist shirt? You're not golfing. Well, what? If, what so, what do people just wear clothes to national parks? Oh. I mean, oh, the shoes. It's all in the shoes. Like, like they're gonna hike. Up oh, the like they're hiking. Like they're hiking. Just the ugliest visors you've ever seen. A lot of visor, visor life. And maybe some sure. of these people are hiking and doing the whole thing, but for the most part, it does feel like it's like the no, worst vacation a family has ever taken, and they all hate each other. You gotta put your comfortable shoes on. You gotta get some steps in. Oh my god, unbelievable! I mean, you don't have to be hiking half dome to have to be to need some comfy shoes. Half dome. Yeah, you've never been to Yosemite, so you wouldn't know. I know. I keep wanting to go. You're no Alex. Oh, Honold? Honold? <laughs> Wish you would climb somewhere else. <laughs> oh, boy. My so the hole. North <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of the Northmen. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Um, We saw this movie a while ago. Yeah, we did. And <laughs> well, right, it's I time to talk movies on our movie podcast. I think we right, start. People here. have they've been waiting this whole time. I think we start here. Should we just talk about Deep Water again? <laughs> this is a movie that has been percolating around the Popcorn Boys universe for years. Oh, well, I famously, mean, I mean, we fam- our I mean, very could first be more episode. than one because yeah. Very first episode. Very first episode was our most anticipated movies of 2021, and number one on your list was The Northman. Yeah, so this is something that was supposed to come out last year. There was some, like, fake, like, virus thing or something, and uh, it, it wasn't able to come out. So it came, It finally came out more than a year after its initial release date. Uh, this is a movie that I was obviously very excited about. It goes without saying. I believe it made my most anticipated 2022 list. Mm-hmm. Because how could it not if I had it on the 2021 list? Of course, directed by Robert Eggers. Robert Eggers of, of The Witch the and Witch, The Lighthouse fame. Which I never... I still haven't seen The Lighthouse. At a certain point... I meant to see that in the lead up to The Northman. At a certain point is... Maybe not at a certain point. Maybe this is the plan. Is every movie going to start with the... The, and then just a thing. A thing. Does he have another movie planned? The, the trash can. <laughs> uh, Robert Eggers. A name I get nervous to say every time. Robert Eggers. He has to have something lined up, right? Probably. Like the Northman's been wrapped for well, exactly. a year and a half. Director Robert, uh, he doesn't somehow. Huh. Robert Eggers should direct Fast Ten. <laughs> oh, this was my idea. I uh, maybe we maybe I even said this. Are you going to sleep? Am I boring you that much? Yeah, I can. I. So w- when Justin Lin dropped out of directing Fast Ten, now they need to find somebody else. You know who they need to get? The, it's the most obvious thing in the world. They need to get the Daniels. Why? Has there ever been a hotter thing to do? I don't. 
don't know that they would want to do it. I don't. I don't know that their style fits the fast franchise. Right. Or that's my. That's my. I think it could though. I think that'd be great. Who else is going? I mean, you know, the rumors are that the director is going to be uh, one Vin Diesel. It should be. Well, keep it in the family. It's all in the. It's all about family. That's the one thing I've learned from the fast movies. It's all about family. It's all about families and Nos. Mostly Nos. Is Fast 10 going to be my most anticipated movie of next year? <laughs> Probably. Anyway, the North. Well, but they fucked up the title. I, I, there's not enough time. The fact that it's not Fast 10, your seatbelts. Uh, you know, what What are we doing here, folks? What are we doing? When did we stop having fun? You ever think about that? I do. I think about that all the time. <laughs> when you're with me? <laughs> When we're recording this podcast. Okay, I'm so well. We had to suffer through you talking about trailers for half an hour. <laughs> yeah, we did. We did a lot of trailer talk. Yeah, trailer no, talk. So, it was great. It was great. So the Northman. Yeah. So I went in obviously very excited, but I I, I think the journey. I will avenge you, father. I will avenge you, mother. I will save you, mother. I will save you, mother. I will kill you, Fiona. Fiona. A lot of like unnecessary J's in the movie, you know. Yeah, that's, a lot of, like J's that's Iceland the, for you. A lot of J's is the second letter of a word. Dumb language. Bjork. There Bjork. You, there you go. Um, what was I saying? Oh, so I think because this was supposed to come out so long ago, and because the tra- it even felt like the trailer came out a long time ago, and I've been seeing the trailer for a long time. My anticipation level, for whatever reason, going into the movie was kind of muted. Okay. Certainly for a movie that was my number one right. anticipated so it, 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 it movie a year ago. Time, yeah. I think it had just been so long that we'd been talking and thinking about and seeing this movie. And the trailer, I thought, was good. Maybe not the greatest thing I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. So I went in with that mindset. Yes. I was pretty disappointed with this movie. Were you? Yeah, I was. And I, I, I do wonder how much of the... Was that... it because Skarsgård's shirt was on too much? <laughs> well, it... Yes. That, that, that's, that might be the biggest complaint, actually, yeah. yeah. I think what... The reason that this was so highly anticipated, especially back then... Was the was because of the fact that we didn't know that much about it. Really, what we knew was Robert Eggers, whose first two movies I really liked, was doing a movie with, let's just be honest, Nicole Kidman, and it was going to be this epic, and it just sounded great. And Nicole Kidman being in it was maybe the most exciting part of the whole thing. Mm-hmm. So ultimately, I I, I was disappointed in the movie i think there's a lot to be excited about and there's a lot to uh uh there's a lot to like but ultimately it it just it didn't really come together for me and it's not my favorite thing i've ever seen um i think there's some filmmaking to it that is impressive and cool and good but ultimately left feeling a little empty Okay. Sounds like I liked it a little more than you did. Okay. Um, you know, I love a good violent revenge tale. Sure. Um, particularly when the culminating scene is a naked sword fight. 
See, I thought that looked really bad. What? I just thought it was the CGI of it all, I thought looked cheap. Okay. For a movie that reportedly cost, like, so much money. And, like, is, I mean, and that, you know, for what it is, people are seeing it, but it's it's going to lose money. Yeah, it certainly seems that way. Um, yeah, it was it was a little bit of um. I understand being let down by it. Uh, I don't think my expectations were quite as high. I was kind of just like, oh, let's you know, let's see what what this is. See what Robbie has up his sleeve. Yeah, you know, I'm uh, into a good revenge thriller. Now, much, like the Revenant or uh. Payback. Mean Girls. Give me back my son. <laughs> I assume Payback is a revenge thriller. It's been a long time since I've seen it. Never seen the film. What's that again? Mel Gibson. Oh, shocker. His son gets kidnapped. Oh. Revelatory. Yeah. Um, yeah. I it it was it reminded me um a little bit of the Green Knight. Yeah. In like it's yeah. this fantasy movie, it's the like green. I like the clearly green some night. talent behind it. it. Yeah, it didn't entirely work, but I, I enjoyed parts of it. I liked the Green Knight more than this. Did you? Yeah, I think I like this a little better. Interesting. Okay, I mean, I do think that like the the kind of twist that we get where we find out that I mean, spoiler alert. Yeah, I mean, whatever. It's been out for a month. Uh, that. You know, he, he's there to sort of avenge his mother, and then, you know, lo and behold, psych. Right. It, you know, sorry. Turns out his whole worldview is I really, inaccurate. I really liked that scene between those two, between Nicole and Alex. That was great. Skarsgård. That was the best scene in the movie. Oh, my favorite. My favorite. The big little lies of it all. You know, you love to see him back together mm. after all these years, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I like that. I like that a lot. I, I actually, like... I thought Nicole was great. I thought she was having a good time. I thought she was really fun. Now, here's something that we're going to have to discuss. Anya? Is that where you're going? Yep. Yeah. Somewhere along the way, we made Anya Taylor-Joy a star. We did. And at some point, someone's going to have to step in and be like, she was good on the Queen's Gambit, but like, couldn't we have gotten someone else? She is. Oh, I can't wait to offend you with this comparison. No, oh, this should be good. She is like a young Angelina Jolie. It doesn't really offend me. In that she is like so visually striking that she's kind of been. That offends me. Don't find her visually striking at all. Sorry to that. Sorry to that woman. I mean, I, I, I like her. Seems like a nice gal. I just it. Yeah, she didn't do it. the relationship that they had that that she that Anya and Alexander had felt weird to me, and just didn't really ultimately care very much about it. I don't know if they. It didn't feel weird to me, but I don't know if they really had much. That's my opinion. Chemistry. I, anyway, I don't know that Alexander Scar visually are, striking in the way a young Angelina Jolie was. That's Whereas not necessarily wild, but go on. It's not necessarily. Um, how do I? I guess she she's becoming a star, and she's she's like the it girl. You want people? Everyone wants to cast her in the movie because she's 
this up and coming star. And yeah, I don't know. I'm thinking this. I'm thinking last night in Soho. I'm thinking others. Right. I'm just not sure that she's got it. You know, I think for a bit it felt like Anya Taylor Joy was like the the it girl, <laughs> and I just, I just don't. The it girl kind of has to have it. I just don't know that she does. I thought she was quite good in the Queen's Gambit. Right. I'm not sure if she okay. does either. Yeah. Well, broken clock. You know. Okay. Now Alexander Skarsgård, very hot. Not sure about the performance. Okay. He's fine. It's it's it's, it's sort of. I mean, he gets to show it off a little bit, I guess, in that scene with Nicole. But relatively, he's just there to sort of, like, have abs and, like, fight people. So, you know, this isn't exactly the most taxing thing of all time. But I don't I, – I didn't – at no point was I really rooting for him. Or, or I think that maybe gets back to – He bulked my, up his uh, traps too much. Why? Because then he, he was, like, too shouldery, and uh, he looked like he was hunched over. Yeah, I know movie. what you mean. Yeah, I'm not going to complain. Um, yeah, I just... I think the big problem... I, I never quite was, like, rooting for him, or, like, really cared about this revenge epic. I never... I, I was just never quite fully on board. It was, it was more of a collection of scenes and a collection of some cool filmmaking stuff happening more than, like, a story that I ultimately connected with. And yeah, I think that's fair. You know, do you want to hear what uh, Anya Taylor Joy has in production for breakfast? Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, 2022. She has two more movies this scheduled to release this year. One is called The Menu. Mm-hmm. I know of this. Do you? Yes, Mark Mylod. A young couple traveled to a remote island to eat an exclusive restaurant where the chef has prepared a lavish menu with some shocking surprises. The menu. So she's starring in that. She also has Amsterdam. Yes, of course. David O. Russell. Isn't oh, that's the title? Isn't everybody in I it? I didn't know we had a title. Oh, yeah. I think that, yeah, that's official now. Amsterdam. What do you know? The David O. Russell movie that everyone on Earth is in? Yeah. Next year, she is in the Mario movie. She's, Let's go! She's Princess Peach. Yeah, don't get me started. 2024, she is in... Furiosa. I know. Playing Furiosa. I'm excited. I mean, that that'll be that, that'll be the test. Let's see what she's got. 2024? 2024. Wow. All right, fair enough. That's going to be everyone's most anticipated of 2024. Might be. All right. So we're kind of falling on the same level here mostly. I enjoyed the like. Northman. It's, yeah, not a, I, it's not a great movie, but it's a good movie that I enjoyed. Yeah, that's basically where I'm at. But you're disappointed. I, I'm not really disappointed. Right. Fair enough. Anyway. Next up. <laughs> yes. The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. My biopic. <laughs> Nicholas Nick Cage. Yeah. Now... This is a movie. We saw it together, we should say. We did. On a, we sat on a couch. That was fun. Yeah. The Landmark Theater in LA, there's this one, well, the one on Pico, of course. There's, we shouldn't give away our location. I'm cutting that. 
I say we're in Culver City every time. Yeah, but do we ever say we go? I guess we say we go to the landmark. Oh, you know, I mean, how do we not lead the podcast with this news? <laughs> with what? The fact that the landmark changed their popcorn oh sizes. Oh, my God. Did, I think, did we talk about this already? In real life, I, on the maybe we did. I don't know. I'm not sure if we did on the podcast or not. At the landmark. It used to be a very simple, very streamlined menu. Small, medium, large popcorn. Okay? Get the medium. If you're feeling a little frisky, maybe you get the large. But the large is like a bag still. So now you go and your only options are small, which is like five kernels, or a bucket. (laughs) So you really only have one option and that's to spend however much money it is on this bucket it's a cataclysmic shift in the popcorn boys existence yes shocking because you know what this doesn't make sense but the bucket a third of it is just broken up kernels for some reason that doesn't happen in the bag and i think this is why I think with the bucket should only come in a bag. I think with the bucket, I I, I need to watch next time I go. I think we're in there oh, with they, the bucket. They scoop too aggressively. We're scooping with the bag. They're getting the thing out. They're using and they're, the, the scoop. They're using the scoop. I think the bucket is hand in the bucket and they're scooping. Is that true? I don't know. I worked in movie theater for two summers. I couldn't tell you. Don't remember. Huh. Just a lot of kernels. I think the move is to order the small when they bring it out with the bag, then go, actually, that's not enough. Can you pour that into a bucket? Ooh, but that's not enough. A small popcorn? No, but then then they fill it. No, I'm getting the large. But I just want them to fill the bag so oh, it, doesn't, no, sure. it doesn't all break up. Sure, okay. Fair enough. This, it's it's just shocking. I mean, to have your worldview just altered like that without warning. You show up and all of a sudden, it's all changed. Everything's it's just changed. all changed. Anyway, The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. Um, this is a movie where Nicolas Cage plays himself. Uh, he's struggling with what to do with his career. And he gets offered basically to go to a birthday party somewhere in Europe for this rich guy. Yeah. And then uh, in a classic mix-up, he gets dragged into this CIA plot. We've all been there. Where they they believe that the person whose birthday party he's going to is actually a terrorist. Mm, yeah. And so he is tasked with spying and potentially trying to save a kidnapping uh, victim. And it is a fun movie that is i will say it bad i think it's a fun movie that is good no you don't i really i really i enjoyed here i enjoyed my time it that's the fun movie part but no because there is a good movie here what is interesting about this movie is that by what is fun about this entire thing the, the entire premise of this movie is just the meta of it all, right? We're like watching Nicolas Cage and we're making these movie references. I mean, it starts with Con Air. Yes. Like we're watching a scene of Con Air to start the movie. Like you're like, 
And there's so many fun references like that. As the movie goes on, by the end, you're just like watching an action movie where like Nicolas Cage just kind of happens to be there. Like we're not even really referencing the Nicolas Cage of it all. It just kind of becomes this like thing. Yeah, but that's kind of my issue with it is like – That's what I'm saying. Oh. I agree. That That's – like I think the final act was just sort of like, gotcha, well, gotcha. wait. Okay. This is just sort of like – I thought you were like, saying that was fun. I was, was like, no, that was, no, was no, some no. basic like not very good action movie. Right. And I think that the whole like heist stuff is like the Tiffany Haddish and like just Ike Barinholtz. Horrifically bad. Pretty bad. <laughs> and like – but it's not even like – campy or like self-referential right like at no point are they like they're just talking to him like at no point are they like talking to him like he's Nicolas Cage like it's just it's yeah Tiffany Haddish and Ike Barinholtz were brought on set for like a day and just like yeah they just knocked out a day's worth of things and for every him. room they're in was empty you know that <laughs> yeah, yeah. What was yeah that they about? shot it during COVID fair enough um but so that aspect of it is like felt very like amateur. The yeah. fun stuff in this movie is just Nicolas Cage like doing his thing. I think there's a lot of fun stuff in this movie. And and his like bromance with Pedro Pascal is is quite fun. Very fun. Yeah. I you know And what's her name from what's that show that plays his wife? Demi Moore. <laughs> she shows up at the end. Uh Does, Oh yeah yeah no. What? Um, who, what's her name? Sharon Horgan. Yeah. She's from on Catastrophe. Catastrophe, yes, thank you. Yeah. Uh, she's great. I, I, qualms about sort of how it gets kind of convoluted and just like loses the thread by the end. I thought, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was really fun. I thought it was a bad movie that I enjoyed. And some parts I thought were actually really delightful and well done. Yeah. But too much of it was bad for me to. Okay, fair enough. Land I mean, I think, else. again, I think maybe part of the reason that I enjoyed it so much is, like, I think, you know, a couple of weeks ago, I think maybe we thought we were going to do more fully fleshed out Nicolas Cage episode right. or something. So I was like, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use that as an opportunity to go back and, like, watch some Nicolas Cage stuff. And so I've been to, like, the Cage-verse for... The Cage-verse? You've been stuck in the cage? No, stuck in the cage. So, not that I don't need. We don't need to go into all of these at all. But I do want to point out. Yeah, give us give us your the, bullet. The Nicholas Cage. Bullets. The Nicholas Cage movies. I either went back and rewatched or watched for the first time uh, over the course of the past couple of weeks were 1987's Raising Arizona. Oh, you rewatched that one? I did. I haven't seen that in a long 1995's time. 1995's Leaving Las Vegas. Never seen you, it. For which you won the Oscar. 1997's Con Air. 2002's Adaptation, 2009's Bad Lieutenant, Port of Call, New Orleans, and then, uh, oh, also, I didn't even, I forgot to write down anything about this, Uh, Bringing Out the Dead, I I don't even know what year that's from, I didn't write it down, but he, Scorsese movie that Nicolas Cage is in, um, which I had never seen before, Uh, Cage and John Goodman and I've definitely never seen that. I mean, this all suffices to say that Nicolas Cage has had one of the craziest careers oh, absolutely. that has probably ever existed. I mean, like, you go back, like, what's fun? Okay, so what is funny about Nicolas Cage? And I think what made this movie unbearable weight is, is what I'm talking about. Made it 
really fun well, is the fact that, like, in most of these movies, he's not my favorite performance in them. So, like, even in Raising Arizona, like, I love Holly Hunter. Maybe more than him. And, like, Leaving Las Vegas. Leaving Las Vegas, by the way. I don't know if the last time I get your eyes on that. I do. I really don't care for that movie oh, really? very much. No. Never seen it, so I don't, yeah. oh, there you I don't go. even know what it's about. At, well, he's trying to. So he's trying to leave Las so Vegas. So he's in Las Vegas? He is, yeah. Hmm. Uh, Where is he going? <laughs> I got some bad news. <laughs> Los Angeles. Nowhere good. Uh, adaptation, kind of a crazy rewatch. It's all, I forgot how much that movie is about flowers. Um, but like Meryl is there, and this I guess, this just gets back to me. I guess liking actresses more than I like actors. Con Air. Yeah. Watch it for the first time. Let's go. This is the ambulance of 1997, and that's that's. That's Santa favorite ambulance. If this movie had existed when we were doing the podcast, this would have been a whole month. Oh my god, yeah. It is it's, it's absurd. Okay. Quickly. Didn't know Dave Chappelle had a major role in comedy. <laughs> I forgot about that. Uh How Do I Live Ooh. is one of the greatest songs that has ever existed. I could go into the How Do I Live history. Do you know this? The Trish, so the Trisha Yearwood version and the Leanne Rimes version. Well, that's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. Fine. How do I? How Wait, what's the whole? Are we skipping the whole thing? What a cast in Con Air. Okay, so we'll we'll do How Do I Live After the. I had before going into the Nicolas Cage. Uvra. Uh-huh. I had never really given much of a second thought to Ving Rames. Mm. Okay. Sure. Never in my life. In Bringing Out the Dead, Ving Rames gives a performance that should have won the Oscar. Really? He's absolutely amazing. He's hilarious. He's great. It's sort of this, like, 90s taxi driver sort of vibe. Uh, It's great. What uh, Con Air cast? What were you saying? Well, okay. In Con Air, Nicolas Cage is terrible. Oh, he's awesome. His performance in Con Air is absolutely terrible. It's one it's of the great awful. It's one of the great things that's ever it's happened awful. in cinematic history. No, what are you talking about? What? No, it's terrible. It's so good. Okay. The accent. The haircut. Literally, the accent I have written down. It's perfection. Cinematic history. You got Malkovich as Cyrus the Virus. Yeah. You got Cusack. Yeah, as whatever guy. You got Buscemi. Mm Mm-hmm. He's got the whole world. <laughs> you remember this movie in pretty his well. Hands. Oh, it's Con Air. Who doesn't remember Con Air? Well, I could. I just watched it. Can tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this makes me want to watch Face Off and. Okay, hold on. Here's here's the, the how do I here's the how do I live story. So Diane Warren, Snake Eyes. You ever see Snake Eyes? The GI Joe movie? No. Yeah, I saw them in theaters. Nicholas Cage. No. And Gary Sinise. No, missed it. 
There, there's so many Nicolas Cage movies to watch. Like, I, I barely cracked the surface. You ever seen Moonstruck? Of course. But again, who's 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 the best uh, performance in the movie? Yeah, well, the one who won the Oscar. Diane Warren wrote How Do I Live for consideration for the 1997 action blockbuster Con Air. She ran into Leanne Rimes at a restaurant shortly after her win as Best New Artist during the 1997 Grammys. Wait, how did this not win the Oscar for Best Song? I did a whole deep dive. Believe me. Warren told Rhymes that well, she won. Um, I forget because I looked this up, and the, oh, I was no. I was literally looking at every best song winner every year for like two hours. I, <laughs> and of course, I couldn't remember. I think something insane beat it this year. Hold on, I'm looking it up while you continue. Warren told Rhymes that she wrote the song specifically with Rhymes in mind, promising it to her. After she recorded the song the next day. Walt Disney Pictures, the company behind the Touchstone Pictures label, decided that Rhymes recording had too much of a pop sound and that Rhymes, then 14 years old at the time of the recording, was too young to sing about the subject matter of the song. The company then turned to Trisha Yearwood for the re-recording, to which the latter agreed. According to Yearwood, she was unaware of Rhymes' recording prior to being approached by Touchstone Pictures. Touchstone. Uh, oh, blah blah blah. So, so Trisha's version is the one that is in the song, right? So that, or I'm sorry, that's in the movie, and so that's the one that is nominated for the Oscar. That's the one that is in the movie. Now, what is interesting here is that can I pause you for one second? Of course. Justified that it didn't win. Yeah, right. I forget. My heart will go on. Right, of course. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I knew it was something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What a year though Just for a tough those. Year. Tough year. What for... a year for those two. I was gonna say that could have been that could have been the one where Diane Warren won. We wouldn't have to do this whole stupid charade where she gets nominated thirty-seven times I, and right? never wins. I know. Um, so basically, uh, oh my god, I don't want to miss a thing. Was the next year she didn't win for that either. So what's that it, one she got screwed. So long story short, what's interesting about so Trisha's version is in the movie, but Leanne still has this version that's recorded. Does her play over the like the credits? No, mm-hmm. n- nothing to do with the movie. So it it gets put on some like like weird like uh, the original rendition later reissued on Rhymes' album. You light up my life, inspirational songs or some. <laughs> stupid shit but anyway so right so her version eventually gets released also as a single and uh set a record for staying on the hot 100 for 69 weeks so her song becomes (laughs) this massive hit and trish's isn't really it's like in the movie in an oscar nominated song but like the version that most people think of when they think of that song is the leanna rhymes version fascinating it really is 14, huh? Isn't that crazy? How do I... What a song. Get through a night without you If I had to live without you What kind of life would that be? It's such a good song. Ugh. Wait, what version is this? Let's see when you can name it. Well, I think when... I think this is Leanne. I was wrong. (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, you do know who uh, Trisha Yearwood. Yeah, so this is the one uh, they thought was too. Little twang to this little twang. No, this was too pop. Well, even even the guitar sounds a little twangy. They, this is this is the original, and they said no. They sound exactly the same. <laughs> <laughs> What kind of life would that be? Oh, I... I was trying to see how many plays each of them has on. Maybe I can find that actually. It's I can draw until I hit it. Alright, this has 143 million, almost 144. Trisha's version has 23 million. Ooh, see, Leanne keeps Leanne keeps winning, baby. But you, Trisha Yearwood uh, looks just like somebody that you know. I'll get killed if I don't bring this up. What? Trisha Yearwood looks just like my mom. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I, you don't know what Trisha... The host of Trisha's Southern Kitchen! I don't even know who Trisha Yearwood is. Wow, come on! Who the hell's Trisha Yearwood? You know oh, she who, does look like your mom. You don't know who Trisha Yearwood is? I mean, I'm like familiar with the name, but I don't know who she is. Country legend? Yeah, exactly. Garth Brooks's wife? I, I just don't care. Trisha Yearwood rules. Trisha Yearwood slaps. <laughs> what was my saying? There's I had a saying. Remember that? Oh, yeah. Mm, Trisha Yearwood. What was it? Ooh. We gotta listen to like the Yeah, well, let's go back again. and listen to him back. I love Trisha Yearwood. Name a Trisha Yearwood song. I'll sing it to you. Uh, I can't name a Trisha. I don't <laughs> She's know who she is. With the boy. I have no uh, no connection to Trisha Yearwood. Well, whose fault is that? Hers. <laughs> How do I? Yeah, this is. She doesn't do it for me. <laughs> Ooh, shallow. Is this shallow? Oh yeah, she and Garth did shallow, I think. Oh no, this is I don't I'm not ready for this, I don't think. <laughs> Who starts off shallow? Okay, she will. Oh. Wait. What? Is that how it starts? I guess it does, huh? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> That's the whole thing. How embarrassing. <laughs> Garth Brooks, someone I've never really connected to. Male country singers, though, don't do it for me. Wait till Trisha comes in, though. Oh, it's going to blow you away. It's really, there's no way it blows me away. Bradley Cooper is such a better Remember singer than Garth Brooks. Remember how I start? He, yeah, he is. It's not even close. Head in the bad times. <laughs> Shut up, Garth, you loser. Stars Bird was our entire personalities. <laughs> that was fun. Oh, she went. Yeah, she went up. Not as well though. Well, she doesn't sing as well as Gaga. She just doesn't. This is a pretty basic version. Very basic. Every. Do you ever Mar listen to a song? Every like, married couple that are both musicians should be forced to record a version of this. 
<laughs> I want the Jay Z and Beyonce version. <laughs> I want. Uh, that's, that's all I got for married. Mm, married couples. Vince Gill and Amy Grant. Wow. You weren't raised in a country music no, family. Not at all. Well, half of my. Yeah, well, that's how you get to know that Vince Gill and Amy Grant are married. I don't know who you either probably of those know, are. you know. I don't know. <laughs> Couldn't come up with something. Yeah, I noticed. <laughs> um, where were we? Tell me something, girl. A Star's Born really was a moment in time. It really was. God, I miss it. Simpler times. Hey. I don't think life will ever get more fun. I mean, really. Imagine something more fun than that movie. <laughs> He's doing the Lady Gaga impression. <laughs> it's a visual impression. What a film. You say nothing would ever get more fun than that movie? I, I really mean that. Going to see that movie for the first time on opening night, what, what could possibly mean more fun? Easter? <laughs> Easter egg hunts. God. So fun. Anyway, second season of the Popcorn Boys is kicked off in earnest. I, I feel great about it. Oh, before it. we wrap. Yes. Uh, you had a whole thing that you wanted to talk no. about? <laughs> no. 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 I didn't know we were going to spend, you know, 45 minutes talking about what we talk about. Yeah, Kim Kardashian being what? a role model. <laughs> what? Would you... What? Now, what photos wouldn't you look at? <laughs> I'll click on anything. Send me a link, everyone. Yeah, send Kyle your worst photos imaginable. Just send them over. I've already I've, I've seen it all. You can't get me. See, it's interesting because I have, and I'll say it bravely because no one is still listening at this point. I have looked up, like, you know, Columbine after. Sure. I mean, do you remember she said? Were you? A she, did you own? She said yes. What's that? Don't get me started. <laughs> what is that? She said yes. Is this book that was written about one of the Columbine victims who, like, one like either Dylan or Eric went up to her and like asked if she believed in God. Oh yeah, right. right. And she said yes, and they killed her. Yeah, I remember that anecdote. There's absolutely no way that story is true. Oh, no chance in Absolutely hell. no way that story is true. No chance in hell. <laughs> Ab- absolutely no way that story is true. And that book became like the biggest <laughs> thing in the world. Oh, God. To believe in Jesus. Imagine to seeing... Wish, uh, to risk your life for Jesus. Imagine being like at an airport and be like, what book should I pick? <laughs> she said, yeah. Ooh, that sounds like a nice romantic comedy. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Does she fall in love with the killer? Hmm. So she's dead. <laughs> hmm. Is that something? A movie where someone falls in love with the school shooter. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's the whole thing. Like, serial killers get marriage proposals all the time and when they're in prison. Absolutely. Absolutely. The Menendez brothers, that guy's they weren't really serial killers. What'd they do? They just killed their killed parents, their parents right? yeah. Hmm. 
the photos of them at the basketball game, haunting. Oh, haunting. I love that. One Next of the best. Game, right? One of the best. One of the best photos ever. What's the best photo ever? Oh, there was a TikTok about this the other day. Best photo ever? Yeah, what, what is the best photograph ever taken? People were offering up there. Um, so what's best? Could it be sad? Could be sad. World Trade Center guy. What? World Trade Oh, Falling Center. Man? Falling Man. Falling Man's great. Falling Man's number one. The Falling Man's number one. Falling Man is absolutely number one. Number two? Fergie peeing her pants on the Today Show. The the one that uh, that definitely popped up that I remember was the like one of the ones they took from space, uh, of like someone on the moon with Earth behind it, and there sure someone was like this is the only picture in which the person who took the picture, like everyone else in the history, like everyone else alive at that time is technically in the photo <laughs> except for the person taking it. Well, I don't like thinking about that. You can see there, everyone who like, ever lived, even. Like, well, you can't see everyone. You don't see one. You don't see the whole True. Earth. You only see part of it. I'm trying so. to remember what the other some of the other uh... best photos ever. I was gonna say Tiananmen this Square. This new, but that's more by the way, video. the fact that you made me update my phone. Everything's in a different place. Oh my god! It's at the bottom now. I... What's at the bottom? This is my search bar. Oh, yeah, don't use Safari. Use Chrome. I don't know how to do that. Best photos ever. This sounds like a nice nice thing to do two hours into the podcast. <laughs> the best 100 photographs ever taken without Photoshop. <laughs> I mean... Okay, well, these are absolutely terrible. There's a flamingo, okay? <laughs> Great. Good for I mean, you. there's like the... Um... Oh, God. Yeah, there's the one, uh, the the like Vietnam one. Of course, the girl like running away. There's the one of the monk on what fire. The fuck? What? Sorry, I'm I shouldn't be swearing. Oh, there's the World War Two uh, sailor kiss. Oh, that was hot. There's the Iwo Jima flag. I don't care about that. There's the. What else do we have here? These best photos ever suck. The one of like the Empire State Building or whatever when they're building it, they're up on the beams. The work, the workers. Okay, that's fake. What? That's faker than she said yes. This one. That's real. It, no, about? it's not real. Yes, it is. It's not real. It's not real. These guys are just up there. It's not real. Yes, it is. No, it says who? Says me. There's Ooh, I love, no this is one of my favorite way. Actually. There is no way they're just up there sitting around. I'm sorry. There is no way. This is one of my favorites. The overhead oh, photo. That's great. That Muhammad Ali great. after he knocked out someone. Let's call it Sonny Liston. <laughs> there, I, 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 to my dying day, I will believe that there is no way that they are just eating lunch up there in that beam. Oh, you know what's a good one uh, that was fairly recent, but there's, these photos was, are terrible. There was there was that picture. I think I, felt, I want to say it was in Vancouver. It was like during a there was like a protest. No, after the Canucks. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. Like in the Stanley Cup Finals the against riot, the Bruins, and the and the guy and the girl are like making out on the. I think that was after the Bruins won the Stanley Cup. 
Yeah, you might be right. Damn it. I don't like that one then. Why? The Bruins won the Stanley Cup. Oh, the Bruins won. Right, right, right. I, I was thinking when they lost to the... Oh, um... no, no, no. See, some of these I don't like looking at. Why? Not me. I like I look at them all. Like the Burning Monk. Great photo. Starving Child and a Vulture. Yeah, that's a classic one, too. Great. Lunch atop a skyscraper. Sorry. Didn't have... I'm sorry. It didn't... Oh, Falling Man number six? Also, why am I just looking at a bunch of dead kids? I mean, what are we doing? What is the story behind this? Well, I've never seen this before. This keeps popping up. What is that? I don't know. I just saw that, too. They keep, it's on every list I'm looking at. Why am I looking at this? I mean, it's a good photo. What is it, though? I don't know. This is sad. Why am I looking at all of these? Anyway. Why don't you write in with your favorite photo? I'll, I'll, I'll look at anything. Listeners? Yeah, he'll look at anything. This is coming up as one of the most influential photos ever taken. The Ellen Oscar I know, selfie. I saw that too. Kevin Spacey. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. Hold on. I need to figure out if lunch atop a skyscraper actually happened. It. What do you mean? Am I the only one who doesn't think it did? There has to be. Taken in 1932 of 11 construction workers seated across a cross beam at 30 Rock. I'm looking fake. Hmm. Okay, Washington Post. They're going to tell me it's not what it seems for a different reason. Blah, 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 blah. The resulting photograph has become one of the most iconic images in the world, an embodiment of the spirit of the American worker. It still hangs in pubs, classrooms, and union offices around the nation. Construction workers frequently recreate the photo. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> um, fo- wait, hold on. Photo buffs know the truth behind the photo. It was staged. The men in the picture were real iron workers. They did build the structure that is now the 22nd tallest building in New York City and home to NBC Studios. But rather than capture them in the midst of their lunch break... The photographer posed them on the beam for multiple takes, images that were intended as advertising for the new building. Some historians believe there was a sturdy level of the structure, then called the RCA building, just below the frame! I knew it! I mean, it's still real. What are you talking about? But no, it's they're, they're saying that there's like... No. If they... No. If they fell, they they were fine. Who cares? It's still a cool photo. It's fine. You know, people believe anything these days. And that's one thing we have to really work on as a society. Ooh, is there... Anyway, listen, we got to go. What? Where? We have to go to sleep. I know. Um, this is great. You know, when we're going to be back, I don't know. I mean... We'll, where, where did you read that, by the way? The Washington Post. I'll send it to you. Yeah, I'm sure Jeff Bezos has a unbiased take about it oh my god these stupid idiots in this picture (laughs) um you know whether or not we record again anytime soon is anybody's guess no we'll be back with you next week i hope so i mean i think i think in order for that to happen we have to go see dr strange love should we do a dr strange dr strange love double feature (laughs) that's a good idea that's an episode 
Ooh, I haven't seen that in a while. Either. Me neither. I'm in. Me too. Okay. Bye, everyone. Thank you for being patient with us. We we love you so much. <laughs> and I'm just kidding about um, <laughs> most of what I said. <laughs> Good night, everyone. Bye-bye. I hope you like um, the start of season two. <laughs> <laughs> Nowhere to go but up. <laughs> Bye.